be sure to visit Aaron on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like and share your favorite episodes, which are now available on all podcast platforms, including the Charisma Podcast Network. And consider becoming a financial partner by supporting this ministry. Visit AaronRios.com for more details. It was never David versus Goliath, but it was Goliath versus the God of Israel. Why is that so significant? It changes everything. It was a fixed fight. David knew he was guaranteed victory. David knew all he had to do was pick up some stones and present himself for battle. Welcome to Press On with your host, Aaron Rios. We pray you are enriched, encouraged, and inspired to run the race and to press on towards the cause of Christ. Welcome back to another episode of Press On. I'm your host, Aaron Rios. I want you to share this episode with as many people as you know who are really going through the struggle right now. People that feel like they are locked in war. People that feel like they're facing a Goliath right now. Something large and unmovable. And check it out. Something that's actually uninvited. That's right. You didn't actually invite this hardship. You didn't invite this challenge. You didn't invite this difficulty into your life. You didn't invite that spouse to cheat on you. You didn't invite that person to do you wrong. You didn't invite that person to hurt you. You didn't invite that sickness. You didn't invite that circumstance. But yet you find yourself squaring off with a giant. I want to encourage you today. You know, as we look at the battle between David and Goliath, There's so many jewels and so many nuggets in this teaching and in this passage and in this experience that would be in the rear view of King David's life. Things that we can still glean from today. Let's take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, beginning with verse 16. Let's break this passage down. And I believe by the end of this podcast, you'll have just a little bit more ammunition in your artillery to face the giants before you with confidence and victory. Beginning with verse 16, it says, For 40 days the Philistine came forward every morning and every evening and took his stand. Now let's fast forward to verse 25. It says, Now the Israelites had been saying, Do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. Verse 26 David said to the men standing near him, What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Verse 27, They repeated to him what they had been saying and told him, This is what will be done for the man who kills him. Let's back up here. I want you to know that it is possible for one loud mouth to stand in your way, to oppose and obstruct. You got to understand that Goliath didn't merely obstruct David. One man obstructed an entire nation from advancing. Why? How? Well, it all begins when we forget about the power and the promises of our God. It's easy to look in... uh, It's easy to look in the Bible and to take yourself out of the story, shake your finger at someone and say, shame, shame. 
How is it that they would allow this to happen? But I want you to consider how many times have you allowed yourself to be stopped, to be hindered, to become self-conscious? How many times have you lost faith or confidence based on what other people have said, despite the fact that God has already spoken certain things to you and over you? Could you look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm guilty as well. I've allowed one person, one word, one conversation to do me over and to obstruct and keep me from advancing potentially into the destiny that God has for me. God had a destiny for a nation. And I want to tell you that God's plan originally wasn't for a nation to camp out on the side of a mountain while a giant ran his mouth for 40 days nonstop. And you know what happens when that giant continually pokes his head and continually stops you. It begins to birth a weakness in you. It begins to drive out the confidence in you. You start looking around and you start wondering where and when is the salvation of our God going to appear and you forget that God has raised you up to be the tip of his sword, that God wants to demonstrate his salvation and power through you. So we wait around for someone else to come along and save the day. But I want to tell you today that God has positioned you. God has placed you. I want you to consider that the thing that's in your life right now that's creating the greatest challenge might actually be an answer to your prayer. The thing that you're facing that's obstructing you, causing you tears, oh, it's stressing you out, it's frustrating you, it's hurting you, it feels like it's damaging you, it feels like it's breaking you, could be the very thing that you are called to. And when you, God calls you to something, when you are called and God calls you to something, well, thanks be to God, he has also equipped you for that thing. He has given you all that you need. He has empowered you. If you take a look at the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and 2, we are reminded that we have received an inheritance and an arsenal found in heaven that is accessible to every believer because of what Jesus has done on the cross. I want you to say that to yourself. I got all that I need. Come on, say it again. I got all that I need. Might not be proper English, but God's word says that he will give us all that we need according to his riches and glory. Now remember, what we need versus what we want. See, God knows truly what we need. And sometimes we need a scarcity of resources. Yeah, I said it. Sometimes we need a little bit of lack in our life to create a greater dependency on God in order for God's power to be made perfect in our weakness. So David comes by and he is astonished that the military has been stifled by the mouth of this giant. And so they begin to tell David all the wonderful things they will do for the one who takes out this giant. How they're going to physically bless him. How they're going to provide for him and give him wealth and exempt him from taxes and how the king will give him uh, the daughter. Uh, David goes, wait, what? What are you guys going to do for the one who kills and removes the disgrace from Israel? I want you to know that the greatest reward for overcoming victory, I want you to know the greatest reward for overcoming adversity is not fame and riches and status, but it is the mere fact that disgrace and shame is removed from your life. Because without the removing of shame and disgrace, 
without removing that, you cannot enjoy treasure. You cannot enjoy any great thing while shame remains. And there's a lot of believers right now that you're not able to enjoy the wealth and the treasures and all of the, the wonderful aspects of being a believer because shame remains in your life. You have not yet allowed God. And I say I have not yet allowed because God wants to remove your shame. God wants to remove your sorrow. He may allow the thing that creates the pain to stay in your life from time to time. But I want to tell you that when the Lord's hand is on it, you may get stung by the hornet. But God removes the stinger. He removes the poison. In other words, some of us still have memories of hurts and still have memories of things that have happened to us. But God has a way from time to time of removing the sting and the poison from the memory, though the memory can remain. There's a lot of my former life that I can clearly remember. A lot of the things that I did to destroy my marriage, I can remember. But I want to tell you, they no longer have a hold over me. And they no longer have a hold over my wife. And the things that my wife did uh, in order to uh, maybe not help the health of our relationship, right? Because it's, it's always a mutual uh, investment most often, you know, problems usually occur within two parties. And early on in my marriage, when I wasn't living for the Lord and my wife wasn't living for the Lord, we did quite a bit uh, in order to destroy our marriage and our lives. But I want to tell you that though we can look back, the sting is gone. The shame is gone. Uh, the guilt has been erased. It's been eradicated. And all that we are left with is a wonderful testimony of a God who is able to save, heal, and deliver. And what good is a testimony if I can't share it because it brings too much pain? Yes, I know some of you have faced losses. Some of you have faced adversity. And it's going to take you a while before you feel like you're strong enough to be able to share the challenge from a point of victory. But I want you to keep hope alive that God is leading you to a place of victory. One day you too will be able to sing songs of praise again. One day you will be able to smile again. One day you will be able to rejoice again. For the nation of Israel, I want to tell you that all their songs and joy was dried up as they sat on that bank watching this giant come out every single night, mocking and slandering them, and they could do nothing. David arrives but it's not the treasures that attracts him to the conflict. It's not the treasure. It's not the prize that attracts David to the confrontation. No, David had a love for God. David's concern was God's reputation. David's concern was the reputation of a nation that ought to be the pioneers leading in victory, yet stopped by the very one they were called in to overcome. Yes, Many of the things that have stopped you are the very things you ought to be overcoming. Many of the things that are hindering you are the very things that are supposed to be trodden under your foot. You got to get a heavenly perspective. Yes, you're in the mix of it right now. Yes, it's close to home and it hurts once again. But I want to tell you, those are the very things, the things that have the most deep impact, the things that are closest to us by proximity, the things capable of causing us pain, the things capable of breaking us and stopping us. 
Yes, those are the things we are called to and called to overcome in Christ Jesus. So I started off talking about the story of David and Goliath because mistakenly many people have called this the story of David and Goliath. But I want to tell you something, something that David understood, something that Goliath did not understand, something that Israel didn't understand, something that the Philistines camping out on the other side of the Valley of Elam, they did not understand. I believe this revelation was settled in the heart of only David. And it was this. It was never David versus Goliath, but it was Goliath versus the God of Israel. Why is that so significant? It changes everything. It was a fixed fight. David knew he was guaranteed victory. David knew all he had to do was pick up some stones and present himself for battle. Now, a lot of people have said, why did David pick up some stones? Did he expect to miss? Maybe. But you know, Goliath had some brothers. I don't think David was concerned with missing. I think he was equipped to taking out more than just Goliath. I want to tell you likewise today as we get ready to close this podcast. The battle you're facing isn't you versus the world. It's not the enemy versus you. Though all the powers of hell could be stirred and coming at you right now, and you may feel a little bit of heat, but I want you to know in the max, you're just presenting yourself to battle while God will bring about a victory in your life. You need to simply stand, trust, and believe. The same God that's called you to it is the same God that will see you through it in the name of Jesus. Are you facing a battle today? Do you need to be reminded that it's not you versus the world, but it's God taking care of you? You're safe in his arms, and he is going to get you through. Your adversary doesn't have a chance. It's already a fixed fight. Keep standing in the name of Jesus. Let me pray for you today. Father, in Jesus' name, I lift up these listeners right now that find themselves in the Valley of Elam, facing their own Goliaths, and Lord, they don't even feel like they have the strength to pick up some stones. God, where fear has settled in, where has discouragement has settled in, where other challenges have settled in, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit right now would settle in, raise your people up, give them victory, give them hope, remind them that they are more than overcomers to Christ Jesus, that they are going to make it because if God is for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you need prayer, you can reach out to me at Pastor at GardenCityChurch.net. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. If today's message encouraged you to continue running the race, we invite you to share this message with others. Until next time, keep pressing on.